Good evening, folk of the internet. The podcast you are about to listen to may contain lewd or lascivious content, which may not be appropriate for some listeners. Listener discretion is advised. You're right, darling. All right, darling. Yeah, I'm all right. I'm all right. I'm all right. Yeah, fine. Yeah, you? Yeah, I'm, I'm fucking right. great. Cool. Great. Well, good. Yeah. That's it. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> ah, do you think we should tell them what does happen? I think we should. We just recorded a, a beautifully timed. Oh, it was literally. We had 11 seconds left. We did it perfectly. And for the first time ever, Ever. Ever. We have a friend staying with us. So Kobe's with our friend in the kitchen preparing dinner whilst me and Greg are alone in here recording. We two buffoons here. And and for the first time also ever, it stopped recording, (laughs) I think, about 30 seconds into the the podcast. It just recorded my microphone. So there's me talking about... Has it just recorded yours? I think it just recorded mine. I kind of wish neither had worked, so it was just two idiots having a conversation <laughs> into microphones for yeah. no reason. Craning our necks into the microphones. <laughs> so uh, here we are. Take two. <laughs> Take two. Episode of, seven. Of the Aura Darling <laughs> podcast, episode seven. And f- one more time today. Who are you? Who am I? I don't know who I am anymore. I am. I am. You're done. I am Sam. You're Sam. I am Sam. Oh, hey, Sam. No, my name's Dan. I'm a bit disco damaged from Pride. Oh, I bet you are. But I'm here. I'm queer. <laughs> and everything I'm wearing is sheer. <laughs> and who the fuck are you? Well, I'm going to repeat what I said before <laughs> and see if you can guess the answer. It was quite good. My name's Greg. Yeah. I'm a photographer. Yes. And I'm available in three delicious flavours. Oh, yeah. And I guessed what flavours they were. You did. You you guessed ice cream flavours. I did. You, you guessed... No, um, I changed my answer and now you're a Neapolitan of mud, oh. ham <laughs> and banana. I'm allergic to banana. Exactly. Oh, fuck you, I bitch. stand by it. Um, Are you allergic to all bananas? <laughs> what does that mean? Just <laughs> what one specific banana or all? <laughs> or all bananas. There's one banana in the world that just wants you there's, dead. There's one that I can eat the rest. <laughs> I'm going to have to fight my way through this world to find that banana. Hang on, hang on, hang on. The hang perfect on. fit. Hang on. I need to unpick this. So, Do you mean like plantain as well? Can you eat plantain? I don't know. I've avoided it. <laughs> okay, so firstly, what happens if you were to touch a banana? I die, bitch. You die? No, I don't die. I can touch a banana. You touch like, a banana. What I can if insert you, a banana. What if you ate a banana? <laughs> My throat gets really scratchy. Fine. I, I like it's kind of irritating. It's like <laughs> it just made a little soft palate. You know, I sounded like you had like a deathly allergy to them. It well, sounds like you want me to be deathly allergic. Well, to I think you'd be allergic to something. Commit. You know to what's being really sad about it. this? You know what's really sad about this? I fucking hate fruit, but I tell you what fruit I love: bananas. Really? I love bananas. <laughs> I love them. I wanted rashes and hives and throat closing Well, no, it, it closes up a bit and, like, I get really panicked and, it, like, it gets really scratchy, it gets really I don't hot. care unless I have to stab an EpiPen into your face. You could do that anyway <laughs> if you want. But it turns out it's not just bananas. What else is it? Dates. Oh. <laughs> yeah, dates, dates are disgusting. Dates are something my grandma used to have at Christmas mm. and they taste like... Don't they keep you regular? Keeps you regular. Keeps you regular. I always imagine they they have the same consistency as if you ate a cockroach. Mm, no, cockroaches are more crunchy. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have any allergies, and None. Uh, I get a little. I get like a smattering of hay fever early on in the year. I'll get a bit of a runny nose. Apparently, that's like trees. Or grass. Is that tree pollen? It might even be fruits. You know when you have weird things when you're a kid and I was like, oh, like my friends had allergies and I wanted an allergy. <laughs> so I used to say that uh, I was allergic to orange squash. <laughs> to orange squash? But I just wanted attention. A specific brand or? I don't think so. 
I said that you smelled my throat hurt, but I think I was just desperate for attention. Just being a little bitch. I was just starved of attention. Oh, my nose is itchy. Probably allergic oh, to your geez. bullshit. <laughs> um, so no bananas for you then? I want bananas. I want what about if you got a banana and you just smashed it in your hand like, and let it squeeze through your fingers? I don't. I want to try it. I want to say I'll try that for you because that will fulfill your gunging <laughs> sort of. You know, fantasies. And then I want you to slap me really hard around the uh, face with your banana hand. I fucking hate you, though. Do you like a ripe banana or underripe? I don't or... know, Dan. Oh, I suppose you don't know, do you? Because I, I have to stay away from bananas. I like quite a hard banana. I like quite a green one. I like one. sweet everything. <laughs> Bananas. <laughs> Dates. Boys. <laughs> Boys. I have a sweet, sweet boy. So, moving on from... Do we have to? No, well, we can still talk about This is the banana hour with <laughs> Greg and Dan. Um, the banana hour of power. <laughs> what do you think about bananas? Ripe? Ripe or not? Ripe or not? Green? Yellow? Um, but I suppose we probably should not talk about fruits the whole time. <laughs> Even though we are a pair of fruits, I'm allergic to us. Um, so, moving <laughs> 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 on. <laughs> So we've got a very special guest coming up later on today's show. Who the fuck is it? It's Who someone you know very well. She she, I know them. You know them Do very know well. Them? I've seen you together. Really? Yeah. Oh, Maybe you could know. shed some light. I think I work with them in my day job. Oh, at the clinic. <laughs> yeah, at the clinic. Absolutely. Yeah, me and Aaron Shervington dressed as Nosferatu at the clinic. He doesn't speak. I speak for him. Dressed as Nosferatu, dressed as a nurse. Dressed as a nurse. Oh my God, that is a look. Yeah. That is a look. We will do that look. Okay. A nurse from like Silent Hill. I would love to see at like Nos do fancy dress costumes. So it's like Nos dressed as a clown. Well, I photographed Nos dressed in a Tweety Bird Halloween sweatshirt. Yeah. It's adorable. Oh. Little Nos Nos. So obviously if you haven't guessed by now, our special guest is the incredible Aaron Shervington, yeah. a.k.a. Nosferatu. The viral Nosferatu. The sensation. Yeah. What well, I mean... Yes, Aaron's actually just being contacted by Lad Bible. Right. You don't seem very interested. No, yeah. <laughs> No, is it because it's really heteronormative? What's wrong with you? You lost me at lad, but... But Bible. <laughs> but Bible, you <laughs> piqued my interest again. <laughs> yeah. So I'm back to normal. I'm back oh. in the room. All right, back in the room. Yeah. Yeah, no, he was just contacted by lad Bible. Yeah. Asking permission to use the video I shot of him. Right. As, you know, like... The little disco knot dancing in the in the store. Yeah, yeah. I'll happily take a slice of their eight point two million followers. Yeah, lovely. It's massive. Yeah, there's loads of like divisions of it now as well. There's like Ladette Bible. Is it actually a Ladette Bible? I think so. And then there's like, what are you doing, Greg? (laughs) I just forgot where my mouth was. Oh, taking a sip of water, and I've just poured it down myself. (sighs) Hydration. (laughs) <laughs> and also a wet t-shirt competition by the yes, looks of it. bitch have you seen my t-shirt actually uh i feel like i have seen this one before it's fucking gross what does it say on the back i'm just gonna turn around it says size does matter try my nuts nut company and what's what's on the t-shirt it's like a hillbilly kind of guy holding a giant nut flanked by two attractive women with huge breasts isn't it fucking disgusting? Yeah. It's the right amount of misogynistic whilst encompassing some fragile masculinity. It's disgusting. And I bought it because I thought it was absolutely gross. Yeah. Kind of being a bit like ironic and everything. But yeah. then I realised that people who don't know me and just see me wearing it. Yeah. Think you're crass. They think I'm a disgusting hetty with a small penis <laughs> <laughs> I saw a thing the other day uh, but I'm not I'm a homo I'm not homo it's funny it's tongue in cheek I saw this thing the other day and it's called het lag het lag and it's when as a queer person you spent too much time around straight people and you're exhausted oh my god that's genius <laughs> um I need you to know how much a massive inconvenience this is because I'm missing Elaine Page on radio too who don't even you know who Elaine Page is who I'm like, I do this. Do you know, last um, week I was talking about Elaine Page because obviously I talk about her quite a lot. And Baby was round. Yeah. And he sits here and goes, Who's Elaine Page? And I was like, oh. That was a really good impression of Baby. Wasn't that quite a good impression? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, and I suppose the kids the what kids does, wouldn't know. 
I'm not a kid. I'm just completely... You honestly don't know who Elaine Page is? I know the name. Tell me something about her. Maybe she played the original Grizabella in Cats in the West End in like Never the seen 80s. it. You've never seen Cats? No. Even the video... The film... The video game or the film? No, video game. <laughs> Imagine if that was a video. <laughs> no, there was a the, in the kind of mid to late nineties. They released a VHS of the stage version, mm. which I used to watch daily. Sing it, sing Memories it. On the lawn. Sounds like a someone swinging a bag of cats. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, so she played the original Grizabella, which is like one of the main characters mm. in Cats. So that's a fact about her. But she's basically, she's a West End lovey. Oh. Lovey darling. She's been around for, you know, donkey's years. Yeah. And now she has, amongst other things, she has a show on Radio 2 on Sunday afternoons where she plays show tunes. Oh. As someone who likes musicals, it's, I enjoy it very Has much. Has she released like an album or anything like, like that? Hundreds, probably. So, oh, the cat's trader. It's, well, I mean, I mean, you obviously have much less uh, to say on this because you've never seen it, nor do you know Elaine Page. However, our lead, um, oh, I thought the cat's trailer looks like a horror show. Just because I have no interest in Elaine Page doesn't mean yeah. I don't have an opinion on the You Cats have an trailer. opinion. It just doesn't matter. You're a cunt. <laughs> <laughs> You're a fucking cunt. No, it's... My opinion matters have you not the seen... most because I am impartial to the history of cats. It's not this impartial. Is... Whatever the word is, you know I'm dyslexic. So shut your mouth. Ignorant. Oh, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> yes. But, yeah, it but looks also, like a fucking car crash. Have you seen what they look like of on the course. stage show? Right? Yeah, they look so, amazing. And they look great. So yeah. it was like, you know, quite a revolution in costume and makeup design when it came out. And it was really interesting. Mm. Second, probably only to Starlight Express. But, again, I wouldn't expect you to know. Um, <gasps> uh, you are sass pants. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> Coming for me. Oh, God. Just, yeah. Um, <laughs> they've kind of taken the, that idea mm. in the movie and they've kind of given them sort of human cat bodies rather than just being cats. Well, that's the thing. I, I've watched, obviously, quite a few YouTube videos about people reacting to yeah. the new cats thing. And like, yeah. I can't remember what one it was, but someone made a really good point about um, Judy Dench. Yeah. flashes on screen like Judy Dench's character, which is... Grizz is... No, she's um, Old Deuteronomy. Uh, Jennifer Hudson is Grizzabella. Okay. Yeah. Don't care. <laughs> Judy Dench. She's wearing a fur coat made out of her own fur. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's like, it's like, what? She skinned some cats to make that jacket. <laughs> yeah. And there's people were like freaking but, out because Taylor Swift had cat tits. Yeah. But not... Like, you know she I mean? like, have six if they're going to have yeah. cat tits, there should be six. Yeah. But there was only two. Yeah, what the fuck? <laughs> I want to I see her teats. <laughs> yeah, not her tailored teeth. Her teeth, and obviously people are just generally angry about James but Gordon and Rebel Wilson. Which I don't give a shit about them. But like the thing I give a shit about yeah. is it just looks awful. It, it looks, looks like. Have you ever been to an exhibition, like a fashion exhibition, where there's mannequins, and what they do is they project a face onto yeah. the mannequin? It looks like that. Did you ever watch um, I Tonya? I haven't seen it. The film with Margot Robbie in it. Yeah, it's, no, yeah. it's fucking brilliant. But there's yeah. one scene where she's getting the camera follows her face. And her face has obviously been, like, grafted onto someone else skating. Yeah. Face yeah. Like face off. But it's almost, it's like the face is catching up with the oh, body. Oh, it's like slightly behind. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and I it, wish they just put them in, like, really cool costumes and makeup. Yeah. It's like, it's this whole or thing. Had it's cats. Like, Everyone yeah, likes or made cats. The, or just CGI'd. Cats. cats. It's probably like a mass market thing, isn't it? And it's like, well, if this... It's also cheaper, I've heard. It's cheaper to do... Do you think che it's cheaper? I've heard it's cheaper to do big CGI stuff. Yeah. Because it's more accessible now. And you could probably use a large amount of low-paid... Yes. ...artists yes. for CGI, rather than a small amount of very like high-paid specialists. Jim Henson. Like, practical effects. Yeah. Yeah, like getting Jim Henson's yeah. company. Yeah. It must cost you fuckloads, whereas more, yeah. you can get people who are trained in, like, CGI. Yeah. Because everyone wants to be. Yeah. I used to have a client, actually, in London when I worked in Great Portland Street who worked for... Double negative. Double negative. Thank you. And he used to do these, like Star Wars and the Marvel mm. films. And his job was literally to remove like wires. So from people doing like oh, cool. thing. Like that was one person's yeah. job. And he would work on like eight minutes of film for yeah. 
a year. A year. <laughs> he was one person doing a very small job. Yeah. Like you see when you watch the credits and the amount of different studios they use, don't mm. they, for like post-production stuff is enormous. So who would play you in a film about your life? And Zach Galifianakis is not oh, an option. Fuck's sake, he's booked. Was, he's busy. He's busy. He's booked and blessed. <laughs> no, he's not. Probably that. What's her name? Augra <laughs> from Dark Crystal. <laughs> what the titty one? The, the titty one with one eye. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. No, I think she's available as well. No, I, seriously, I I don't know. Does, do they have to look like me? Or can it Maybe just be bit. someone who I like want? A, like a resemblance. Like Chris Pratt. <laughs> I mean, maybe 10 years ago. <gasps> what about you? Who would play me in a film about yeah. my life? Yeah, or just who would play you in a film? It doesn't have to be about your life. Oh, just if I was a character. Yeah. So who would play me in the film about your life? <laughs> but this this depends on who's casting. Who's, yeah. who's casting. If yeah. you're casting, I, I want to hear. But I... Yeah. I'll have a think as well. Um, it is a hard question. It is. You asked it first, I answered. Yeah. <laughs> you threw it right back. Yeah. In my face. Yeah. Come on. Chipped it back. Chipped it back. I mean, it's really easy to just say someone fat, isn't it? But... James Corden. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? James like, Corden. James Corden. <laughs> There's the person you hate. But actually, it'd be, I'm sure there's actually someone better. Rag and Bone Man? Oh, fuck you. <laughs> I think I, I would imagine if it was the other way around and I was asked to play him in a film. Oh, It's one of those things like, I don't think I look like him. And then I tell people and they go, no, you don't. And then I show them a picture and they go, mm, actually. And I'm like, fuck, maybe I do a bit. I was joking. He's always knocking around Brighton, isn't he? Yeah, because he does stuff here. with um, Gresham Blake. It's somewhat, well, he's from Uckfield, isn't he? He's in so many up the yeah. road. Tell you who else is. Katie Price. I haven't seen her around for ages. I feel like no. I see her around Brighton all the time. Yeah, you know, a big pink Jeep, which nearly ran over me once. Did it? Yeah. I know someone, I'm going to leave them anonymous because I don't want to get anyone in trouble. I know them You know as who well. I'm going to talk about, but yeah. they went in yeah. Kate Price's house and they said it was disgusting. <gasps> yeah. It was like a mansion of well, filth. Well, like hoarders sort of level. In a mansion of filth, yeah. Wow. Gross. She's a filth wizard. So, but... Yeah. Onwards and upwards. I've met Katie Price before, and oh, she right. seemed seemed very nice. Oh, okay. But a lot of hoarders are. Yeah, because they want to hoard you. They do. They do. <laughs> yeah. She wants to you in her house yeah. with the rest of the gays. Is that the most famous person you've ever met? No. <laughs> in Debenhams, yes. Okay. Actually, no. I met a few people from Shameless. Came into Debenhams before. Oh, okay. But just one of my many jobs. We actually talking about jobs. Yeah. Um, I actually had someone message in saying their favourite thing they've heard so far on this is Saturday jobs. Oh, really? Yeah. That could be something we explore. Yeah. And further. he said he, he would love it if it was like a regular segment. I mean, you could have your own podcast just on your jobs. I really could. Alone, you've had so many jobs. <laughs> I've had stupid. Not as many at all. You've had a lot of jobs, but you've had a lot of jobs in the same field of you know hairdressing. Yeah, yeah. Whereas I quite liked working behind a bar. Did you? Yeah. I used to work in a nightclub called Studio Forty One. <laughs> Yeah. Club 96. It was called Club 96. Club 96. Club 96. Club 96. <laughs> um, no, but I always used to call it Studio 54, and then people would go, oh, I'm like, oh no, no, sorry, it's Studio 41. Studio 41. <laughs> yeah, it was in Canterbury. <laughs> was it good? No. No. It was uh, like a straight club. The bottom story was a bamboo furniture shop. <laughs> wow, that's so I, specific. I, I oh, that. I know. Um, called Bamboo Tiger. Staircase to the left of the building. You go up that, and it would go into the entrance of a laser quest. And you would go through the laser quest to get to the club. So the laser oh. quest would be closed, but we would use the cafe area as like another bar. But I was always, always put on the VIP bar, ah. which was adjacent to the dark room. The yeah, dark room. Dark room. Developing photos. Oh, okay. Wait, what? I'm joking. The dark room, like the sex room. There was a sex room in a straight club? Yeah, but they opened it mainly on gay nights. But it was open on other nights as well. Oh. And I used to have to clean it. Oh, what? Yeah. I just can't go over there as a dark room in a straight club. Yeah, but I, I, I never... know what to do with it. 
what was really so like this is really give... gross this is closed down now so i can say whatever i want about yeah. it yeah but the dark room was actually right. so it was like a little weird room that was in the laser quest that kids would play in in the daytime what yeah yeah and then they would open it up at night time and people just go and fucking it well you said did you have to clean it i had to clean it did you have to clean spunk up yeah but the worst Craig. thing I, the worst thing i cleaned wasn't spunk and it wasn't in that room it was down on the dance floor mm. and it was a used tampon oh wow someone had literally just pulled a tampon out on stage and Maybe just it was like right i'm ready to go Oh, for that reason, you think for it that, was to I get, think so. What was this place called? Club 96. Club 96. Um, no, it was Studio 41. And the song that sums it up, yeah. this is the sort of time frame, yeah. is um, Superstar by Jamelia. Oh, right. Yeah, I'm with Something you. Something about me. That yeah, one. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Did you go in the dark room with... I never... No, 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 no. I never went into the dark room with anyone to do stuff. Yeah. I did go into the dark room to, like, collect drinks. It was right. gross. I just had this vision. You give straight people a dark room and they're just going to go to B&Q and try and put a light up. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? That's why it, I can't did happen, fathom the two It together. happened a few times. Happened a few times. Or they'll be like, I've got a camping stove. <laughs> I don't know what straight people carry around with them, but it's probably camping equipment. That. Light yeah. bulbs and camping stoves. Yeah. Yeah. They've always weird. just been to B&Q. Yeah. <laughs> I <laughs> just picked up some doorknobs. Yeah, literally. <laughs> Great. Good for you, mate. That sounds horrifying. When I worked behind a bar, I worked behind the bar, which was the Hanbury Club, and which is now the Prague Hanbury. Yeah. And we used to just get fucking trashed. Of course you did. Behind the bar. This, I must say, this is before it was proud. It was run by crooks. And um, it was run by Gay Mafia. These two guys are a couple. Oh, I'm not going to say their names just in case they find me and murder me, but they were proper crooks like gangsters it was hilarious and terrifying sometimes in equal <laughs> measures and we just used to get trashed behind the bar like absolutely smashed the club would kick out a two and then they wouldn't hi- they refused to hire any cleaners that's which what seems sounds familiar that's exactly the same. so yeah. we used to have to clean up like puke all over the yep. toilets and it was disgusting yeah so it'd take us like sometimes two or three hours just to close down that's exactly the same it's so it'd be like 5 a.m and we'd be like wankered and then we're like let's drink some more oh, fuck. and one time we stayed there till about seven in the morning and oh. then some of them had to start work again at midday what because the, they opened it up in the day to do cabaret oh on my sunday God. and some of them stayed there until their next shift oh and then carried on working apparently it was disgusting oh yeah bitch <laughs> yeah bitch. do you know who i would love to have on this podcast jamelia jamelia yeah. I don't think that's unachievable. She is incredible. I love her. She's a natural hair advocate, which I think is really powerful. She's just like a role model. And Jamelia, if you're listening, can you please come and be a guest on your Right Darling podcast? Because I really love you. Me too. I've got some great memories of cleaning up tampons to your songs. <laughs> <laughs> And I love you. You're a superstar. She is a superstar. She's fucking cool. Yeah. Anyway, I think um, you and I should shut the fuck up because we've got some adverts. We've got to hear from some people that want to give us some money. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Babe? Uh, Yeah, Babes. All right, Babe. Yeah, all right, Babes. (laughs) You know, Babes is a London clothing brand that's run by the same guy who started it. It's all his own project, and it's absolutely amazing. It may be London-based, but it ships internationally. It ships worldwide. That's what internationally means. (sighs) I knew that. Yeah, babe. <laughs> what I love about Babe's clothing is what? that he makes clothes for everybody and every body. I mean, I can fit this hog body into <laughs> Babe's clothes. He makes it for everybody. He does do double XL, yeah. Yeah. I've got one of the singlets. It feels like a satin glove on my body. Ooh. Do you know what? I wore it What to, about around the peen? I feel like I'm in a sexy silk sock. Mm. I feel really sexy in it. And because it's so tight, I can't wear anything underneath. Mm. And that's really sexy. I'm actually sat here wearing his new collection, which is Babes Noir. What I really love is you're wearing that and nothing else. I'm not wearing anything you're else. You're straight up porky pig in it. <laughs> <laughs> Have you been on, on Babes' Instagram? Yeah, like every day. Your friend's on there? 
The very Miss Georgie B. Yes. Oh. Yeah, because like, this isn't just men's underwear. Absolutely it's, not. It's for everybody. It's inclusive. It's inclusive. That's what Babes, Babes is doing. And that's what not a lot of other clothing brands that do. That is true. What's so great about Babes is you can put on Babes and look like a goddess. And Georgie mm. B can put on Babes and look like a goddess. Yes. Where can I find Babes online? It's actually really easy to remember. It's just babes.land. And for 20% off, use code alrightdarling at checkout. Amazing. And what about the Instagram? It's just do it, babes. Just do it, babes. Yeah. No sports, just games. Welcome back. Welcome back to my channel. Yeah, welcome back. Hi, how are you? And we're here with... A say very special right. guest. Say and it I've, right. I've, I've say it, I'm going to say it right because I've been practicing. Aaron Shervington. Yay! <laughs> Do you ever get called Shervington? Does it annoy you? I get called everything. Do you? And it's spelt even more ways than it said. Yeah. Definitely. Do people get your first name wrong ever? Do you get called like Alan? Uh, I get Aran because it's spelt A-R-R-A-N. Yeah. Which is like the Scottish island. Oh. Yeah. Um, is there a type of wall? Yes, exactly. Yeah. It's where oh, it yeah. comes from. Right. I call him Darren at work. <laughs> <laughs> you call me cunt at work. I think as a work thing, we always have different names for people at work. There's a girl called Lindsay, I call her Linda. <laughs> we call our friends, depending on how much alcohol they have consumed. So our friend Lydia Lascabes starts off as Lydia. Yeah. Then she becomes Linda. <laughs> And then she ends up being Lucinda. Lucinda Lucinda Lascabies. Lucinda whatever state she's in. <laughs> I'm sure most of our listeners will probably know, but for those who don't, you are Aaron Shervington, aka Nosferatu. Yes, or the, Nos, depending or nos. on Or Nos Nos. And or Nos Nos. Nos Nos, don't forget yes. Nos Nos. Yes. Any here acceptable. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> How long has, has, has have you been doing NOS for? 1,000 years. <laughs> yes. Beginning of time. Five years I've been performing as the character. I started performing without a set character. It was me and my partner, Joe. Joe Black. Plug, plug, Joe Black. Um, started performing as a double act. And so we would just do kind of random characters in variety shows. And then I found Nosferatu when I was trying to get my own performer identity, which ironically I stole from a 1922 film. Um, um, Borrowed. uh, Borrowed, borrowed. borrowed. Reappropriated. There you go. (laughs) Updated. Yes. For today's youth. When you found Nos, Mm. was it like the glass slipper moment? Was it like, oh my God, this is it. This is the one. Yes. It was a bit of a Goldilocks process because I started performing with a snake character and tried to be all kind of sexy burlesque burlesque sexy (laughs) didn't really suit I tried kind of more feminine draggy characters never really felt quite comfortable in that one Halloween show I was asked to do a character I've always loved the 20s and the art deco and German expressionist period of history that's where NOS started. It stuck. People responded really well to it. And then five years later, mm. I'm still going with it. Yeah. Before we started recording, you said to me, oh, this is actually one of my worst fears is having a microphone in front of my face. Yeah. Terrified. Um, <laughs> <and you've>, yeah. <laughs> no need to you be. You should be a fun on the receiving <laughs> side. <laughs> oh, yeah, we're all petrified. <laughs> like, yeah, that's true. You have instilled the fear of God in us. <laughs> there is never... definitely wine involved to yeah, lubricate yeah, yeah, the conversation yeah, yeah. this evening. Yeah. <laughs> you've, um, you've created or um, picked a character where you don't need to talk. No, exactly. Well, it's what I love about um, this drag style that's come from America mm. where it's lip sync based which isn't traditionally British drag yeah. Yeah. because it means that I don't have to speak I don't have to say anything on stage I'll happily do anything on stage unless I'm given a microphone yeah. in which case I'm seizing up I'm shaking yeah. I'm running away <laughs> you, you've used boards with writing on and stuff before because mm. your character's a um uh, what's a silent movie yes character. exactly so it's perfect for you to just exactly hold up a he uses other people's words to communicate yeah. rather than his own 
so which cool. I'd much rather do in any <laughs> yeah, situation. Yeah. I think it's not like the range of expressions that oh my god uh, is so entertaining. Like yeah. I've got some videos on my phone I've never showed you from when we came to the lip sync battle. Oh, yeah. I've been filming you. Yeah. So I've been going through your bin and the looks that you can throw just tell. I mean, it tells everything you need to say, yeah. doesn't mm. it? Really amazing though. The, the looks he he does as Nos, um, the same in real life. It's <laughs> very, very expressive. It's just with big fake ears. That's the only yeah, difference, yeah. isn't it, really? Well, and the teeth. And the teeth. Oh, and the teeth. Yeah, yeah. your grill. <laughs> and I don't feel like the kind of horror drag and doing inverted finger things has quite the thing here as it does in the States. Mm. Do you get people lumping you in the same kind of category as things like Dragula and stuff like that? Um, I get a few comments of Dragula. Strangely enough, <laughs> I've had more comments of, are you going to go for UK Drag Race yeah. than I have uh, Dragula? Which it's you've still said... Drag Race, which I'm still never going to do. Yeah. No. It's really not my wag. Famous last words. Never say never. <laughs> but, um, do you feel the same way about Dragula? Yes, it's right. really not my medium. Yeah. I'm much happier just following my own little path yeah, because yeah, yeah. I've got a day job that I actually love doing. Yeah. The desperation isn't there anymore because I'm happy in yeah, life. Right. Nas is doing his own thing and he's got a following and and I have opportunities to perform. I'm not living for that as much you know yeah. Effie's just having a little drink <laughs> no I'm, just I'm really a wank. enjoying this <laughs> I'm really enjoying this I think it's hilarious we can credit Effie as well yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. she's been in the photo shoot so. she's my yeah. emotional support dog yeah. <laughs> are you inspired directly from like cinema or is it it's, like you're in the shower of, and you're just like spider yeah, woman <laughs> of course that makes sense yeah it all comes with a bit of a goth sensibility, which is something <laughs> that has run through since I was a teenager and I'm mm. still a recovering goth, you know? <laughs> How many shades of black are you wearing right now? Uh, <laughs> all of them. Yeah, all of them, yeah. <laughs> The darkest one. Yeah. <laughs> so yes, it's always got a bit of a horror twist to Edge, it. yeah. Um, at the end of last year, I won a position to be a resident at Revenge, which mm-hmm. is where the drag races come yeah. through, which has given me a bigger scope to play with performance. Yeah. We're encouraged not to repeat acts. Right, right. What I have as Nosferatu didn't come from the drag community. I started in the burlesque and cabaret community. Yeah. So you do the same acts. You have a roster of acts that you repeat and you cultivate those acts. Mm. Whereas my experience in the drag community is very much you never repeat anything you do everything is fresh everything is new which has benefits but it also means that everything's throwaway and it makes it difficult to invest in things like that so i'm enjoying the creative freedom that this residency has given me because every month i'm required to make something new yeah which is pushing me creatively um hence the kind of i did a spider lady act which was just a straight lip sync to a song it was just a look with a song, and that's what I did. I reincarnated the snake character that I started with. We'll put a picture of that up. It's, <laughs> it's a way to experiment, and it's mm. a learning ground for me. Before, I'd gotten very complacent with the Nosferatu character. I had three acts that I had been doing for the five years. So now, I have this opportunity yeah. to experiment yeah. and try new things. Take it to different avenues. Exactly. I think as well, because of because of what you do, I feel like you probably have to work harder than most drag performers because they're still in drag. They're still sort of dressed as a woman, you know, doing their kind of usual look. Whereas I feel like each time you do something different, it's like completely different. Mm. Well, like, that, it's not like it's just Nos in a wig. Like, well, it's they, something, you know what I mean? Because like, I feel like a lot of drag performers will, like, do a different number or they'll yeah, do a different wig. They have or... their drag identity. Right, yeah. Nos has been that for me. Yeah. But I'm not willing to just throw Nos yeah. to do a top 10 chart song as Nosferatu. I'm not willing to do that no. because I am happy with the kind of level that I've got him yeah. at. And his acts tell his story as a character. Yeah. So I'd much rather experiment, make a character that if it doesn't work, doesn't work. But I've tried something new. I've experimented. I've tried to broaden the horizons. If I never do that act again, no big deal. And I still try my hardest to do a good, strong look. I'm inspired by monsters. So I will do 
another monstrous character, i.e. the snake or the spider woman. That's something I really like, like you said, you're inspired by monsters, because it's taking away the gender aspect Mm. of drag, Mm. which I think is really, really cool. I got sick of being the pretty one when when I started (laughs) drag. When I started... (laughs) I can't help it if I'm popular. (laughs) No, no, no. But but when I started performing professionally with Joe, Joe was the clown. I was the tall, thin, wafy feminine one but the pressure to try and be as classically pretty Mm. as you could be is immense whereas Nosferatu was my kind of liberation it doesn't matter if the beard is not completely color corrected and covered or I've missed a spot shaving Mm. or I didn't blend the eyeshadow to perfection it doesn't matter it's not about that it's not about that it's about the character being ugly is the most liberating thing that I've ever done not have to worry about being poised and perfect Mm. and in fact, the opposite is encouraged with that. I have that struggle every day. Oh, every day. Every day. That's an incredibly refreshing thing to I'm hear, just though. embodying a character that is an outsider, is ugly, is segregated yeah. from society by what they are. Yeah. So I'm not trying to fit a trend or follow a mould because that's not who the character that I'm performing as is. Well, you've hit gold there. You sort of hit, I say he, but I'll just say Nos has gone down. I'm not precious about pronouns. So oh, good, good. With, with him, him or with me, him. so yeah. call me or him, whatever. <laughs> well, that cunt. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, we're back at work, aren't we? <laughs> <laughs> um, yes, sir. Sorry, sir. <laughs> Daddy. Daddy. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Nos has obviously gone down very well with the public. Mm. We recorded a... Our viral sensation yeah, are you talking yeah, about? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's actually the first time I ever saw yeah. you. He shot for the book and the zine at work. Mm. And just afterwards, we just thought, let's have a bit of fun. We're just pissing about. But you were dan- dancing to Daddy Cool. Yeah, the Boney M classic. But yes, yeah, exactly. <laughs> and... um. Without us knowing, like overnight, pretty much. Well, it got picked what up you, the by sleep, a the few... sleep paralysis demon. <laughs> yeah. The OG sleep paralysis <laughs> demon meme. Yeah. Well, yeah, it got picked up by a couple of kind of meme sites. Yeah. Two months later, I'm getting messages from friends that are saying, "Have you seen this?" And someone in Russia has taken it and put their own track over it. And suddenly it's got like 75 million views. Yeah, it's insane. But, but we don't know this. Unless people send it to us, because yeah. neither of us are tagged in it <laughs> at yeah, all. Yeah, it's completely so we like barely felt yeah. the benefit compared to how big the video. Who was really the went? Because I can't remember who it was, but a celebrity posted it on their Instagram. Rumor Willis. Rumor Willis. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Isn't that so weird? Bruce with Bruce Willis has seen you probably. Don't know. Well, well, rumor has yeah. it, and she came out of Bruce Willis's dick. <laughs> And Demi Moore. And yeah. she came out of Demi Moore's vagina. And into the public eye. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I, was gonna, I was actually going to ask you, you do a lot of life drawing as well. Not yourself, you pose for mm. it, don't you? Mm-hmm. You recently actually did something for, was it the Royal Academy? I did, I did um, some life modelling for them. But you were dressed up as well. You weren't just kind of like oh, yourself. No, uh, yeah, or, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, so yeah. Um, the life modelling that I do... I do classic life modelling, which is just nude, mm. classic. Disgusting. Uh, I know. Shameful. Shameful. Shame. <laughs> Dirty, <laughs> Dirty pillows. Dirty pillows. Or I'll do modelling in terms of fashion illustration. Mm-hmm. And so it won't necessarily be in a gorgeous piece of couture, but it will be <laughs> draped in fabric to get how fabric falls on a body, different fabrics, different just poses. fabric land. Just from fabric land. <laughs> Shove some calico on me and I'm many bodies. Or that really sh- shitty cheap faux fur. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Swathes of, like, Lovely neon Lovely little bit of fun with fur already. Yeah. Of course you've got some of that at home. Yeah. <laughs> the walls are lined with it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's our bedroom. Yeah. Oh, Plush. Yeah. <laughs> Or it'll be a character mm-hmm. piece. So I've done it as Nosferatu before. Um, or like the Royal Academy, I did some modelling as... Uh, it, it, it was kind of um, a poser, a Sheila model. So I was in kind of... Uh, scantily clad. Very scantily clad in some historical underwear. Mm. Have you always been really comfortable in your skin and just being yeah. you? Yeah, oh, well, jealous. Um, <laughs> I think it comes from training as a dancer, which is what I trained it to be. 
a dancer. There you I'm go. a dancer. I love to dance. <laughs> <laughs> um, when I was a, a child, I started dance training. Mm. From previous episodes, you may have heard the episode with Cherry Liqueur. Ah, well, me yes. and Cherry Liqueur both went to college. We're in the same year at college oh, and did the same dance course together. Oh, I did not know that. Back in Portsmouth, yeah. <laughs> Back in Pompey. Back in Pompey. And, <laughs> and actually, you have another connection with a previous guest of ours, Baby. 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 You my baby. Uh, we had, which has now become legendary. A massive um, fallout. Um, a, yeah, a, a fist fight. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> a drag lip sync battle. That's what I've which, got on my phone. Ah, yes. You were th- that's where yeah. you came. Yeah, yeah. Um, we had a surprise lip sync battle thrust upon us. Mm. And so we lip synced to Britney Spears' Toxic. We are both quite athletic on stage. <laughs> so there was a couple of times where there was some synchronised death drops impromptu. I've got a video. So <laughs> Dan's got a video. I got it, I got it. <laughs> it was so good. From looking at Nosferatu's face, you make those teeth. That's impressive. Oh, you yeah. make them. You I make the teeth. the teeth. How do you make them? Um, it's a thing called polymorph plastic, which you can buy in bulk on eBay. And it comes in little pellets of white plastic. And they're kind of like shatterproof, so you can like whack them with a hammer and they don't break. But if you put it in hot water, it goes clear and almost like a putty. And so I fold in red food colouring to make gum colour, push it against my teeth, and it makes like a perfect mould of the roof of your mouth. So the teeth just slot in. It's not burning hot. No, babe. It's it's not like 500 degrees. You drink coffee, don't you? That's hot. That's true, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I've not got asbestos mouth. (laughs) Pouring the kettle straight. (laughs) (laughs) How many sets of nose teeth do you have? I wear them until they go, which is part of the effect. So um, I... I've recently quit smoking. You have. Um, I'm three weeks into quitting smoking. Um, Angry. (laughs) Rather vexed. Not too bad. Yeah, I'm waiting for kind of the real craving to kick in. But at the moment, going strong. I'm going strong. Are you going cold turkey? Yeah. Really? Yeah. And did you smoke a lot? Yeah. You did? Yeah, 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 yeah. So how does this go back to the teeth? Oh, yes. So um, (laughs) I would smoke with the teeth in because once I put them in for a show, I wouldn't want to be seen or photographed without the teeth in, without the whole ensemble on. And in a lot of venues, you don't have a private smoking area. You smoke with the public. And so I would keep the teeth in. I also have a fondness for red wine as I'm drinking... (laughs) Right now. Oh, uh, oh, did you guys hear that? There's some ASMR for mm. you. The nails never leave. Yeah. <laughs> um, so I would drink red wine and smoke, have a coffee with the teeth in. And so they would gradually get more and more stained, <laughs> which gives them a beautiful sense of authenticity, <laughs> yeah. which you couldn't make with yeah. enamel tooth paint or anything. So yes, I make the teeth. I use them until they literally start falling apart. Like a pair of shoes. Like a pair of shoes, if you're sustainable. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Uh, <laughs> Which you all should be. Yes. In five years, I've gone through three pairs of teeth. Oh, okay. Yeah. What? And I'm just one. about to make my fourth pair because I'm starting to lose teeth. <laughs> and that pair is up for you guys to win. <laughs> <laughs> to our competition. <laughs> I've got a pair of old ears and all if you want to auction them off. <laughs> but yes, but all, all of the other characters that I've done, like the snake and the spider, have all had false teeth as well. Yeah. So the snake has just two fangs and then a lovely big gum. And then the spider had about 20 needly teeth oh, that were... Uh, they are terrifying. Going well. along the top. Um, are there any other characters that you want to do or are on the horizon? Are you open for suggestions? Yeah, we were talking about this earlier. I am open to suggestion. However... Because <laughs> <laughs> um, well, we, we had two that we thought you could be amazing at. Oh, go on, Bab. One of them was Voldemort. I've heard Voldemort before. My only issue with Voldemort is 
other people have done it yeah. to yeah. the point where I don't know what I could bring to it that would be fresh. Yeah. I'm sure there is an angle and I'm a huge Harry Potter fan. Oh, I know. <laughs> um, I'm sure I could find something to do, but I would feel a lot of pressure to do, which would make me panic, which would inhibit me creatively. Um, and as someone who is chaotic mentally, mm. if things aren't instinctive or instinctual, I really struggle with creating something. Then I'm guessing our second suggestion is probably off the table as well then. Go on, Bab. Which one was Throw that? Throw it out. It was Radioactive Mr. Bounds. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> That's I just actually, me at I've work. Just got a picture. <laughs> it, it is just Aaron at work. So <laughs> that one. This. Yes. Get you a good glow going on. <laughs> yeah. I think and you tonight, do. Matthew, I will be day glow on drugs, Mr. Bounds. <laughs> slash Voldemort um, Slash Voldemort <laughs> Voldemog Voldemog Do you ever see that cat? No oh, What is it? It? It, was, it, was, it was a white cat mm. with no ears And don't you dare laugh You're, you're going to feel awful I'm going to Google it And no nose oh, Rob's showing you now <laughs> It's Oh. He's absolutely stunning. <laughs> so we, we have a section on the show, as you should know, called Gay Treason. Mm. What would be your gay treason? Being a gay man. Mm. A gay man. <laughs> being Neil Gaiman. Wish I was fucking Neil Gaiman. Yeah. Coming from a stereotypical point of view, mm. what us gays like... Mm. How do you push against that? What What is your gay treason, would you say? Oh, I see. So, like, mine would... What would get like, me kicked out of the club? Yeah. What's going to get you yeah. hung, drawn, and quartered? Because oh. mine was, like, not wanting to go to the club. I'm not scared of a vagina. <laughs> oh, that's so interesting. I'm not repulsed. You're so but in like, tune with us. I'm, I'm still not necessarily uh, willing to pound that pussy but <laughs> you don't want to play pat cake no but whether it's having like an art background or like an objective view of a body i don't know but mm. I, I i don't mind looking at a vagina i'm not going to run the opposite direction if a woman yeah would you wink back at it i'd give it a wink yeah, yeah. A wink. if she's polite enough to wink at me i'm certainly <laughs> not going to snub it yeah <laughs> fair, fair enough <laughs> To be honest, though, I've never thought of you as, like, a gay man. I've thought of you just as, like, a fluid being anyway. Like... (laughs) (laughs) No, it wasn't a distasteful sound. It was a... It was a kind of... I wouldn't wouldn't confirm nor deny that assessment. All right. I feel like you transcend it all, really. Oh, cheers, Bab. (laughs) Whether you mean to or not, that's the energy that you give off. You're just an angel. I'm comfortable with that, yeah. darling. Yeah. <laughs> I would say. Can you say one thing for me, which you say all the time at work, and I what's love that, it. What's that, Bab? You, what's that, Bab? <laughs> you know what it is. And it's, oh, don't we have a good time? Oh, we do have a good time, don't we, Bab? Oh, we do. <laughs> lovely day. Oh, it's a lovely day. We do have a nice time. <laughs> <laughs> it makes me so happy. Oh, <laughs> it makes me so happy. Hi, Bob. And welcome back. All back barber with me, Aaron Ferdinand, <laughs> also known as Mars. <laughs> I have a beautiful egg tray bag, and it's beautiful. Is it a tray bag? Yeah, a tray bag. It's a tray bag. So, you, well, if you listen to every episode, then you know what's next. I certainly do. Will you tell us what it is? Cards against humanity. <laughs> We're doing a little mashup between Cards Against Muggles and Cards Against Humanity. Cards Aaron? Against Potter. Cards Against Potter. <laughs> oh, it's a blend. I love a blend. Ooh. Right, I'll go first. <clears throat> as his first act as Minister of Magic, Kingsley Shacklebolt created the Department of Blank. I'm ready to go. You're already ready. Okay, there you go. As his first act as a Minister of Magic, Kingsley Shacklebolt created the Department of Whoopi Goldberg. (laughs) 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 Because he's literally seen the only other black person in the whole of Harry Potter. Um, And it's like, we need. Who other than Kingsley Shacklebolt? Guys. I was going to say, isn't Hermione supposed to be black? Hermione's black in the play. They cast a black woman. I know you've won it already, but. (laughs) 
I haven't. Um, as his first act as Minister of Magic, Kingsley Shacklebolt created the department of getting eaten out by a dog. <laughs> <laughs> That's horrible. Isn't that gross? Kingsley. Uh, I, he may I, have been an Animagus lover. <laughs> well... Yeah. Is it bestiality if it's no, not it's an like, animagus? No, no, stay as a cat, don't change. <laughs> <laughs> when I say I like pussy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm fucking this cat. You're just holding the legs. <laughs> um, on the same vein as Greg's, it's quite surreal, but just a bit filthy. As his first act as Minister of Magic, Kingsley Shacklebolt created the department of Sucking the caviar straight out of a fish's pussy. (laughs) (laughs) It's expensive. It's got some magical benefits. (laughs) Beluga or Sabruga. (laughs) (laughs) I wanted you to go into Ursula then. (laughs) My dear sweet child. I think it's actually um, it should go to Aaron because that was pretty. Because funny. I'm the guest yeah. and I win. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, I mean that's how it'll be edited. Yes. But... <laughs> I'll see what they're doing here. So, Aaron, your love handles—they're oh, yes. non-existent. Uh, but what is what is? I call ex- them hip ridges. <laughs> <laughs> I call them bones. As the pointiest person in the world. <laughs> um, where can everyone find you? I'm most active on Instagram. Mm-hmm. So if you search my name, I shall spell it for you. <laughs> it is A double R A N S H U R V I N T O N. It's the catchiest handle. It just I've rolls heard. off the tongue. A R R A. It spells Nosferatu. But, um, I'll also spell Nosferatu for oh, you. God. Um, because if you search bee. Nosferatu on Instagram, I will come up as well. Well, it was absolutely lovely talking to you as it is every single Day. It's been a pleasure to be a part of it, and as a long-time fan of All Right, Darling, in all its many forms... You've got your sales meeting voice on. <laughs> well, this is, the, this is the professional bit, isn't oh, it? Okay, we've had this the, is the professional We've had the slaggy chat. The slaggy chat. <laughs> as a long-time fan of All Right, Darling, in all its forms, from Tumblr to podcast, I'm honoured to be a part of it, and to have all of you in my life. Oh, so thank you, thank you for oh, thank you. including me. It's been lovely. Yeah. Uh, it's been nice to get to know you a little better, find out some of the origins of what you do. Yeah, and I can't wait to shoot as well. Yeah, and get some beautiful images. I'm so oh. excited. We normally yeah. we normally shoot on the day or just before. So schedules, yeah, darling. Schedules. schedules, darling, and just gives us more time with you as well. Oh yes, yeah. I'm very yeah. busy. I'm very busy. Yeah, as we said, it was lovely, lovely speaking with you. Lovely seeing you, and um. Just a, a massive thank you to Kobe Carnage, and that's at Kobe Carnage, who is our producer. And who did our theme music again? A big thank you to the lovely Psychofag for our <sighs> theme tune. You can find him on Instagram at PsychofagXX. Yeah. And if you're not following Psychofag, you fucking should, because he's fucking epic. He's brilliant. <laughs> so um, until next time, um, all right, darling. All right, darling. All right, darling.